Welcome to a new episode of Drive Time. Drive Time is where a Michigan Ross faculty member deep dives into one interesting subject in under 10 minutes. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. My name is Nejat Sehun. I'm a professor of finance at the University of Michigan Ross School of Business. And today, I'll be talking to you about inflation. So, what exactly is inflation? Inflation refers to the general rise or general change in prices of goods and services. We can measure it a variety of ways, including CPI, Consumer Price Index, or PCE, Personal Consumption Expenditures, etc. What is the difference between these measures is the consumption basket that's used. So there's a lot of talk about inflation, a lot of worry about inflation. Historically, over the past 100 years, inflation has run about 3%, but most recently, as you know, because of the uh, large uh, monetary and fiscal stimulus we've had during the COVID period, over $6 trillion worth of stimulus, inflation has been running hot. So as of June, inflation was had peaked at 9.1% in the United States. Then in July, it went down to 8.5% a little bit. And most recently, the August numbers are 8.3%. While those numbers are going down, they're still significantly higher than the historical 3% average. Now, what does this mean? What this means is Federal Reserve, who's charged with maintaining price stability, is faced with the task of controlling inflation. And one way they can do that is to raise the short-term interest rates, called the Fed Funds Target Rate, by taking liquidity out of the market. That will increase the cost of capital. It will lead the firms to cancel various projects, perhaps cut back on labor, create unemployment, and all of that will create a scare for the rest of us to cut back on spending. And that is going to cut back on inflation. As of June, when inflation numbers peaked, people basically thought those were the highest numbers we would see for a while, and that inflation would probably come down on its own without much action from the Federal Reserve. And in fact, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell encouraged this particular narrative that inflation would come down by itself. We did not have to do much. So then, starting in June, markets began to rally, and they rallied about 20%. Uh, most recently, though, uh, while inflation went down a little bit, headline inflation, the core inflation went up, and Federal Reserve basically put that narrative to bed, saying that they would do whatever it takes, raise interest rates as much as it is necessary to bring inflation back to 2%. This is very different than the previous narrative. So that has been causing markets to crater, and this has created a lot of worries in the stock market as to how high the short-term Fed funds rates need to increase. What is going to be the stock market reaction? Is it a good idea to stay in the market? Should we all get out? So I'll have a little bit to say about those as well. First of all, at the current level, 
the Fed funds rate is between two and a quarter and two and a half percent. In the September meeting, Federal Reserve is expected to increase it to three to three and a quarter percent, or a seventy-five basis point increase. Given the inflation run is running over eight percent, that still gives us a negative real interest rate of minus five percent. That is still highly stimulative. Interest rate has to increase. Does it have to increase above eight percent? Hopefully not because that would absolutely crater the economy. The current expectations by looking at the Fed Funds Futures Rate is that the interest rate will increase to about 4.2% by the end of the year, by in fact early 2023. Will that do the job? In my view, that's still not going to do the job. That still will leave the real interest rates about minus 4%. That's still highly stimulative. My guess is that the, the short-term interest rates will have to go up considerably above 4.5%. My guess is close to 6%. So, historically, when the Federal Reserve has been increasing the interest rates, that leads to significant reductions in the stock market. And if, when the Federal Reserve is decreasing the interest rates, that leads to significant increases in the interest rates. So given my view that the Federal Reserve will have to increase the interest rates to at least around 5 to 6% and not 4.2, we still have significant downside risk in the stock market. Anyway, we'll get the first read on this in later in September when the Federal Reserve next week in fact when the Federal Reserve announces this interest rate decision and um, we'll then get to see what's going to happen to the September inflation rate in about three weeks time. That's all from me. Take care. Bye bye everyone. Stay tuned to listen to more quick tips on the topics of management, leadership, organizational behavior and business by the Michigan Ross faculty.